The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. Find out about all of SeaDeck's amazing standard and customizable applications online at www.seadeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. And now, it's showtime. Recognized as the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast. With the noise of the North himself, Dano the Mano. Thanks for tuning in to the Golden Mike Podcast, everybody. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan of the Mano, coming at you from Orlando, Florida. And now it's time for some audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you in part by GoPuck, affordable, portable, wearable power. The GoPuck is an ultra lightweight charger strong enough to power up to two mobile devices and at a rapid rate. Go to GoPuck.com and fill your cart Use my promo code MANO2016 at checkout for an additional 20% off your order. All orders over 60 bucks include free shipping. And once again, it's promo code MANO2016 online at gopuck.com. Well, I just got home from a five-day trip to the Southwest announcing the Rail Jam at the Arizona Boat Show. The crew from Action Water Sports, along with Nautique Boats and Liquid Force, brought the Rail Jam back for the first time in a really, really long time. And I was stoked to get out there and be able to hang with local riders like Jimmy Wolf, Trevor Poodleman Marquette, and Larry Taylor, who are a few of the guys who not only rode in the event, but they also helped design and build the setup. I was able to record some audio, and you guys will have a chance to listen here in just a few. On this episode, my guest is Steel Lafferty. Steel has been in the scene for a long time now and has definitely accumulated some honors in his career that many dream of. He's a past Trick of the Year award winner, the first guy to land a Wake to Wake 10, a homeowner, the overall winner of the 2015 Malibu Evolution Pro Series. We talk about contests, sponsors, the Red Bull vacation and getting able to spend some time with Brian Grubb and Parks Bonifay. Steele told me about his viral video, the GoPro selfie stick toss to Shota Tezuka. No doubt Steele is a kid at heart and I don't see him growing up too soon, but I mean that in a good way, of course. Remember guys, we're giving away a free wakeboard this month on the Golden Mike podcast. If you haven't heard the Kobe Mikasich episode, Be sure to go back and listen at noiseofthenorth.com. As always, the Golden Mike Podcast is brought to you free twice monthly and is available online at noiseofthenorth.com. To keep this podcast no charge to you, the listener, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. SeaDeck Marine Products, Performance Ski and Surf, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Boulder Boats, GoPuck, Hungry Boards, SUP, and Rockstar Energy. Follow me, tag me, tweet me on social media, on Instagram at DanoTMano, and on Twitter, I've got two accounts at TheDanoTMano and at the Golden underscore Mike, and be sure to like the Golden Mike podcast on Facebook. 
share it too while you're at it. You guys can reach me through email, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. So please send some words for me to read, guys. I always love hearing from the fans. Now, before a fast sponsor break, I put together some audio clips I collected while in Arizona at the 2016 Arizona Boat Show on the Action Water Sports Wakeboard Rail Jam. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's audio montage. Well, if you've been listening to the Golden Mike Podcast, you've definitely heard this guy's voice on the show previously, the one and only Mr. Skinny Hanny Kevin Henshaw himself. He's hanging out with us here at the Arizona Boat Show. Henshaw, I know that uh, you've got a little bit of a tweak in the knee right now, unfortunately not riding the setup. So what do you have in store coming up for the summer? Uh, how long before you're going to be back on the water? Uh, hopefully just a couple more weeks. we doing lots of rehab and building new rails out of my park and everything, getting ready to do some video projects and some traveling. Hi, I'm Angie Violin, pro wake surfer out here with Action Water Sports. We've got a chance to check out the rail jam. The boys were crushing it today. I'm Bruce Garvey. We're here at the Arizona Boat Show. Uh, what feature are you most excited about and why? The planter box and the stairs, just because there's so many different lines you can take. It's something different that you don't really see on normal rail jam setups. My name is Greg Dick. I'm the West Coast Account Manager for Nautique Boats. It's great to see guys riding in a parking lot, set up two pools, and killing it. And hey, we've got a big season coming up, the Nautique Wake Series recently announced. We've got some big stops. Are you excited for anything happening with that? Yeah, Dana, we're stoked. We can't wait. We're back in our home in Orlando, Florida this year. Wakeboard Nationals this year, Wakeboard World. It's going to be an incredible year. Trevor Marquette, Arizona Boat Show, uh, having some fun out here with uh, Action Water Sports. Pretty unique setup this year, having a lot of fun. Hey, it's Strat here with Liquid Force. I'm the local Arizona rep. Now, the setup is pretty unique uh, compared to what we've seen in the past. What are your thoughts? You know, it's actually better. Uh, in years past, it looked a little rickety and a little home-built. We have some local pros here that put the time and effort and money into it to really make it look good. They have some, uh, some decorations on it. They made the side look, uh, look good with some bricks and some plants and everything else. So it's a great setup this year. I'm really excited about it. Any chance we'll see you out on the setup? Slim to none. Hey, how's it going? I'm Bob Gort here with WesternWinch.com, running the fully remote-controlled winches for the Arizona Boat Show, having a great time. Hey, Bob, what do you think about the action on the water this weekend? Absolutely insane. One of the best setups I've ever seen in my life. I'm Zach Wesson. What are your thoughts on the setup? It's a super sick setup, definitely a lot scarier than I expected. Hey, guys, it's Brandon Hesterman, local photographer out here in Phoenix, Arizona. We're hosting a wakeboard rail jam. It's awesome. The setup's awesome, and all the riders are killing it. I'm Larry Taylor out here at the Action Water Sports Rail Jam at Westworld for the Arizona Boat Show. It's ready to rock. Had a fun time riding it this morning. Like how technical the setup was, handrails, gaps, transfers, everything looks pretty clean. I'm Jimmy Wolf. We're here at the Boat Show. Been doing the wakeboard rail jam, having a great time. Glad we could get it done and enjoy the setup we worked so hard on. I'm sitting here with the owner of Action Water Sports in Mesa, Arizona, in Denver, Colorado. Here at the Arizona Boat Show, Robbie Brown. Robbie, finally brought the Rail Jam back to the boat show. It's been a long, long time. Why did you decide to do it? You know, it creates a uh, fun atmosphere for everybody, and we wanted to uh, get back to the grassroots and show everybody what it's about. All right, well, the setup is super unique and, and one of a kind. I know that uh, you guys worked really, really hard to, to make this one of a kind. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Any, uh, anything, any of the features that you like especially? Well, uh, we had a local rider, Jimmy Wolf, go ahead and design everything. Uh, we really like the staircase. It adds a uh, unique feature, uh, and it has an urban feel, kind of like uh, skate park, so it looks really nice. And uh, what's the reception from the folks here at the boat show? 
so far so good. Everybody seems really thrilled with it, and uh, we're excited to see uh, how much we can grow it. So you plan to bring it back next year? Oh yeah, bigger and better. GoPuck is a mountable, compact, durable, and portable rapid charging battery. The technology behind GoPuck started in the IndyCar racing industry, and now they're bringing their passion about light, fast, and powerful products to the world of action sports. GoPuck allows you to stay connected, capture priceless moments, and most importantly, enjoy mobile freedom. The GoPuck can hold up to five rapid charges. If you know me, you know I don't go anywhere without mine. GoPuck is available at Performance Ski and Surf or online at GoPuck.com. Use promo code MANO2016 for an extra 20% off at GoPuck.com. That's GoPuck.com. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano. We're sitting here. With Steel Lafferty, Mobile Mano, one more time on the Golden Mike Podcast, and this time I am coming at you guys from the humble abode of the one and only winner of the 2015 Malibu Evolution Pro Series, Mr. Steel Lafferty. Steel, thanks for having me over at the uh, spot. Wow, man, I, I'm. You don't understand how excited I am to be on this right now. Like, I've I've listened to almost all of the ones that you've done, and I've just been waiting for that phone call. Hey, Steel, I want you on it. Like. I didn't want to be the guy to be like, hey, Dano, put me on your podcast. I want to be on it. But when you when I got that call, I got that text from you. I was like, let's make that happen. But you've had a couple of texts from me over, over the last, like, 12 months. I've hit you up a couple of times, but we've never really been able to kind of link up. But now it's finally that time. Yeah, now that it's happening, it's surreal. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. I'm, I'm here at your house, and I pulled up, and I wasn't sure if I was in the right place. You don't have a front door. Mm-hmm. It's just like a garage. What is this place? It's like a compound. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the front door is actually on the side of the house. Um, and, yeah, the garage is like we have a big garage that's just in the front of the house. So, you know, I don't want people to be able to access this house when they want. Like, they have to know. What about when you order a pizza? Where does the pizza delivery man go? Oh, Tommy? Tommy knows where to go now. <laughs> you see, you meet him right out front. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Up by the garage. Exactly. Well, dude, it, it's cool. We're, we're getting uh, close to the 2016 season here. It's been a pretty, I'd say, mellow winter here in Florida. Uh, Orlando, Central Florida. What have you What have you been up to? Honestly, I've taken some time off. I uh, I'm letting the body rest. Uh, we had a super long 2015 season. It was the first year with um, all these con all these new contests and and all these different series going on. And I rode in every single contest I could ride, and it was close to 20 major contests. So my body was just absolutely broken. So I. Um, I took a good two months off and actually just kicked it with the family and did some traveling with some of the boys and and now uh, I'm getting back at it. The the weather's starting to warm up again and uh, starting to train for for this year. So how are you liking like Orlando? I know that I know that you grew up in Southern Florida, so I, I and you also spent some time out in Claremont. What's it like here in Orlando since you've been been in this area? Yeah, I I love Orlando. I I definitely miss uh, Fort Lauderdale, South Florida. Um, but yeah, Orlando's my home now. And um, I bought a house two years ago on the Conway chain, and uh, it's my little compound. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't really want to be anywhere else right now. And I I have all my friends, and 
I got a good amount of friends actually living with me. So yeah, I was gonna say cool. uh, you're, you're kind of a facility facilitating some of your, some of the uh, some of the boys, some of the other athletes. Um, so who who's all living here with you? Yeah, so I actually have uh, Dano Powers that lives with me, and then I got um, Tiso Tyler Soden, who's our photographer and uh, just an all around talented guy with a camera, and um, and then Shota lives here every six months. Shota Tezuka. Shota Tezuka Bazooka. Yeah, but he did not. He's not living like the Australian summer, where it's like six months of summer in America, six months of summer in Australia, because they've got the same weather elements out there in 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 uh, Japan, right? Yeah, same side of the equator. Um, so why wouldn't he just stay? Well, he has to go protect his friends and family from Godzilla every. Ah. Um, Every winter. Absolutely. So he does that, and then uh, he comes back, and um, he's here for six months. But in that meantime, uh, one of my good buddies, Evan Barlow. You sublet the room, right? Uh, yeah, but he's a he's a very talented artist, and um, he sings and raps, and, and he's uh, it's cool watching him do his thing in his room. And, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a bummer when he leaves, but I'm happy for Shota to get back. You've got your own kind of hotel henny thing going on out here Kevin Henshaw right yeah I know you uh spent some time out there and and we're going to get down to that a little bit later on in in the conversation and stuff but oh you know before we kind of really get into the the wakeboarding and how you got started and kind of your journey through this whole thing it's it's a pretty uh fun show today because we've got a little bit of an audience which is (laughs) which isn't something normal for the golden mike podcast usually is like me and the athlete or whatever but as as we're growing dano you're growing we're growing people know people know what's going on they want to see it live we are going to be doing some more live episodes this year we're going to do one out at cable stock for sure up on the main stage that's going to be a special one but big time yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty fun and uh once again i just got to say appreciate you for having me over and uh and and your roommates and everybody for uh you know kind of keeping it mellow for us while we do this whole thing yeah i told him not to i was like hey dano the man of the noise of the north is coming over don't call the paparazzi i know tmz wanted to come over and do a a whole thing and and i think there's actually some dudes in the bushes around here but i will i will keep you covered they're they're trying to take some photos they must think chandler powell's in the house or something yeah him and him and bindi right bindi erwin yeah that's right that's right let's do this thing we're gonna we're gonna kind of break it down and go through your journey how you got into the whole uh sport uh toad water sports in general um how you got into wakeboarding or boating uh you know like me i started as a water skier and uh then kind of found out about wakeboarding as as i progressed along and stuff uh how about for you how did it all start yeah so for me um our family was a, a water family just a boating family we we had a a lake house that we used to rent um up in lake june which was two hours from our house and we'd go there every summer for a month or so and then my dad bought a house and he bought a boat and we started skiing and and tubing and doing mom and dad skiers at all or they um they were talented skiers they didn't do anything uh professionally for anything they just they were good athletes and and uh they skied and had fun behind the boat and, um, yeah, I did the whole tide, tide skis to get up, did all that stuff. And then my dad one day just, he comes back from, uh, it was like probably sports authority and he, and he brought this big O'Brien wakeboard. Like it was like a 140. and he's like, Hey guys, this is a new cool thing. Try it out. And, uh, none of the guys could get up and I didn't try it. And then my mom actually got up first and they, we didn't really know how to do it. We, it was a n- whole new sport to us. And my mom went sideways, just butter slid the whole lake. 
didn't know that you you turned one way or the other. And then we're like, this doesn't seem too fun. <laughs> and then we watched the video that came with the board. And uh, we figured out what to do. And then I started doing it. And Do you remember any of the riders that were in that video? I don't. I I try to get the video back, but like I just can't find the video. It was an O'Brien board. I'm guessing it was probably like Micker. Yeah, I think maybe it like was Randall. Micker. I know, think maybe it was Randall. Long, long time ago. Okay, so like here in Orlando, you got OWC and like Performance Ski and Surf. You got the projects, which is now the boarding school, Freedom Wake Park. And there's just like so many kind of like iconic spots here in Orlando. Does Aside from maybe ski ricks or something, do you guys have any spots like that down down by where you grew up? There's not really really any iconic spots down there. Um, that's what's so crazy. I guess the keys are kind of iconic just because, um, like Danny Hampson grew up down there and he rode down Spiley there. Byerly won the worlds there. Bi- yeah, well, but well, for for contests, yes, yeah, Byerly won the worlds there and, and that. But there's really never really a, an iconic spot to go ride at every day you know what i mean like it was kind of like you got to find your spot and i think one of the the most iconic spots now is through um jimmy larich myself uh dean and jimmy trask and all those boys um crystal lake where i started riding and and trained and stuff is becoming more and more iconic um just because it's like the only real good spot to ride in South Florida. Sure. And now Noah Flegel's on that lake. Right. And he's learning. So you've you've had the come up of a lot of generations um, going through that lake that lived in South Florida. It's kind of like the the spot you got to be if you want to ride in South Florida. Now we're going to move on to contests in the early days of contests for you. Um, you started riding like around 9 or 10, it sounds like. But when did you start getting involved with contests and what were some of those events? Well, actually, um, Weston Cotton, which he was uh, just a, a grassroots rider back in the day, was one of my good friends. Um, and he kind of mentored me a little bit as well. Uh, he told me, he goes, hey, you need to start riding the gravel tour. And I'm like, what? What's the gravel tour? And um, he's like, it's this grassroots contest in Orlando put on by uh, Bill at Performance. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's go. So I went there and met uh, John Jeffries and Daniel Powers and their whole families and competed against them in the Grom division. And, um, yeah, I did pretty well. That had to be tournament. a drive, though, from Fort Lauderdale to get up to Orlando. I mean, that's, what is it, a three-, four-hour drive? Three-hour drive. Okay, so the Gravel Tour, it's a series that I announce. I've been announcing for, I think this will be my fifth or sixth year announcing it. And you always notice that there's people... Uh, young kids, families that drive from all over the southeast to come to this. I mean, people come from all over the world to compete yeah. in it. But if if anybody's like within 400 miles of Orlando and they're into they're coming, they're coming. What makes the gravel tour such uh, an important event for like guys like you guys to get started in? Man, it's the environment and just love for the sport. Um, Bill, he does such an awesome job. Um, just creating these new young rippers that have fun doing what they do you know it's just such a good tournament to go and 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 yes you learn competition but you also have fun doing it so it makes you want to push yourself and and you're riding against some of your best friends which is the coolest part so like you're competing against your boys that you're riding with as well so you just keep pushing yourself when did 
contests start getting serious for you? Um, I would say gravel tour for sure. Like I wanted that trophy that was taller than me. That overall trophy that was a solid foot taller than me was that's what I, I just yearned for, man. That's what I wanted. And um I guess in the boys division when we started doing some flips and threes and stuff, it kinda got serious for me. And uh yeah, I was super competitive at a young age and I didn't want Daniel to beat me, I didn't want John to beat me and they would sometimes and it would bum me out, but I'd be happy for him at the same sure. time. Sure. So, when did you when did you start competing at like that national level? Uh, national level, I was I think I was like thirteen. So you came in in the boys, boys division. division, or actually I was maybe younger than that. Um, I forget my first contest, but yeah, boys division was like when I really started taking wakeboarding seriously. Okay, so, what were some of your favorite contests growing up? Uh, gravel tour. That was cool. my I. Wish I could still compete in the gravel tour. Why don't you? I can't because well, I. You should come up with a new. We'll come up a with pro a new division. Yeah, a new division in it. Okay, so traditionally, what are your favorite contests like nowadays? What do you look most forward to? Um, most forward to now is, I mean, the worlds and and all those big contests are, are just super super fun because everybody's there. You, you all the guys come from all over the world, from Australia, from uh, Asia, from everywhere. Like. Every all your boys are there, you know. So it's it's fun competing against everybody and seeing everybody in one spot, which is rad for worlds. And then Mastercraft is also um, they did a new contest last year called the Throwdown, which is part of the X Games. And unfortunately, I missed it. I was at a big yo-yo contest. Oh uh, no! <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't even compete in it. Um, I was driving the boat. Uh, you were a part of it, though. A part of it, but this year, um, this year I'll most likely be competing in it. Well, with that big win at the Evolution Pro Series, I think you've earned it, right? Yeah, and and I thought I earned it last year too, but it was just weird, weird, weird voting things got put in place. But um, definitely not mad at all. It just made me drive harder, and and this year um, I think I'm gonna get that invite. Yeah, and ho- hopefully there's no question in anybody's mind that you deserve that spot. Exactly what my dad taught me: put no question in their minds. Was there ever a time that you got on in onto the water in a contest and? You had that feeling going through through like your blood, through your soul, just like I can't believe that I am in the same heat as Sean Murray or something like that. Yeah, so man, I just I was in um let's see what heat this was. It was like me, Murray, and Shapiro or something like that, and I was Losing my mind. I thought that was the coolest thing you, ever. That was like two years into your pro career already. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that, that was the year Darren came back, right? Yeah, the year Darren came back. And I was just like, am I really in a heat with these dudes? Like, this is epic. Like, these are the guys that I watched. Like, this is sick. Right. Yeah. I don't even remember. I think I just blacked out that my whole I don't even remember how I did I think I made it through, but... Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was kind of an outer body. Outer body, outer body run. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You've consistently done well in the contest scene every year since turning pro, but I don't think it's a secret that you've gone a long time without a proper wakeboard sponsor. Uh, and I know you've had tons of support from like Mastercraft and Red Bull. And to be honest with you, like I don't want to start trash talking or open up a can of worms or beans or whatever you say here. Yeah. But could you shed a little light? On it all because I look at you as probably our sports like top free agent, right? Yeah. So it's actually a, a crazy, crazy story that I'm actually really bummed about. Um, 
but yeah, I don't think I've really told many people kind of exactly what happened, but, um, I guess what happened was I, I was with Liquid Force for the beginning of my career really. and, And I grew with them and, uh, thought I had a really good relationship with them and, and pretty much thought we were family. And, and then one year they, they had budget cuts and I was promised a, a pro model wakeboard and never really got it. And, and then stuff kind of just fell apart and they, and they, they kind of let me go, um, super randomly one year, which is, uh, such a bummer for me. Cause I actually, I mean, I, I still love liquid force. I mean, and I thank them for all the opportunities they brought me and everything. And, and, um, some good guys over there, but yeah, well, it was just a, guy, a bummer how it happened. I mean, you're a guy who always seems to find a positive in every negative situation, and right. really, what I'm what I want to know mostly here is it's been close to two years now, I would say. Yeah, uh, and you're still riding a board that well, I don't know if I don't know if you get spray hooked painted, up, yeah, yeah, or or how you get them, but you get these boards and you spray paint them and you put the logos of the sponsors that are currently supporting you. Yeah. How come you, have you not chosen? I'm assuming you have not chosen. Right. Yeah. So I've, I've definitely had some offers and, um, I think a big thing for me is I'm still pretty young and I want to, the next company I sign with is the company I'm going to be with for the rest of my career and, and hopefully past my career. Um, but yeah, I just haven't found that right fit or the right, the right contract that, really is going to suit what I what I want to do at that board because I want to be more involved than just a rider. Sure. Um, so that's what I, I, I've been looking for and um, had some offers, but it's just nothing that feels like I'd be at home, you know, and um, I definitely, I have some other stuff that's in the works where I might not need a board sponsor and it's just some some cool stuff is definitely going to come out of it. Um, so yeah, just be on the lookout for, for what could come. Let me ask you this. Do you buy your own boards? No, I do not. I used, I used to, um, I bought a few of them. You're on the flow pro. Yeah, I was, I was on a, I was on a, so, uh, one wake, um, who's actually one of my new boards, uh, shop sponsors. They, uh, they give me all the boards and bindings that I need, uh, right now. And, and I just spray paint them and. And I kind of like make them my own, but so do you get that feeling of okay? You remember what it was like when you were a kid, yeah? And it probably was Christmas for you. You'd get a brand new board set up for the year, new board, new yeah. bindings, yeah. You know that feeling you get so stoked. You know you put it on inside the house, you yeah. Rock up onto the tail, you rock up onto the. I'm, I'm not the only one who's done this, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I I still do it. Do you, I was gonna say, <laughs> do you still get this feeling? Every time I get a new board, I get that feeling, man. That's why I, I love wakeboarding. I, and if you love wakeboarding, you love wakeboards, you right? Know? And I just, I froth every time I get a new board. All right, we're going to stop the conversation with Steel right there, and we'll be right back after we talk about one of our awesome sponsors.
Performance Ski and Surf in Orlando, Florida is your one-stop shop for all towed water sports needs. As an industry leader for more than two decades, Performance Ski and Surf's pro staff will sweep you off your feet with loads of industry knowledge and the best customer service in the biz. Right now, you can order online from perfski.com and receive 10% off your entire purchase by using my promo code GOLDENMIKE, all capital letters. Whether you're looking for current or closeout gear, Performance Ski and Surf has it all. And right now with my promo code, Golden Mike, you just can't beat the deals. Performance Ski and Surf is just minutes from the Orlando International Airport or online at perfski.com. That's P-E-R-F-S-K-I.com. The Golden Mike Podcast is back with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. All right, now it's time to get back to the conversation with Steel Lafferty. Let's talk about a few of your endeavors over the last few years. Uh, uh, there's a couple that tr- really stick out to me, one being your trip to Mobile, Alabama, uh, where you wakeboarded in front of a Navy destroyer and you Crazy. got the cover of Transworld Wakeboarding Mag at the time, Wakeboarding Mag now. Crazy uh, stuff, yeah. Now, I don't remember the entire crew. I know there was Gordon Harrison and photos by Flash Garrison. And Alex Glass did the video. All right. Okay. Uh, I got to ask you, like, that can't be legal to ride out there. Did you guys have to, like, get clearance or what was the deal? I don't really know. Um, Chris Garrison, Flash Garrison, which probably everybody knows him by, um, he just told me, he's like, dude, I have this insane idea. In front of a, uh, a Navy, the USS Alabama destroyer. It's a destroyer ship. It destroys other ships. It's badass, dude. It's sick. And um, we, he's like, I have this idea. We're going to go up there. We're going to do uh, these tricks in front of the, the ship. And we're going to shoot for possibly a cover. If it's super cool, we're going to get the cover. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And uh, we trailered the boat up with uh, Cole and Traverso, uh, which was one of... My buddies that worked for Red Bull at the time, he drove the big MXTs and stuff. That's right. So he drove uh, drove that up with the Red Bull Mastercraft X-Star uh, all the way up to Mobile, Alabama uh, with Gordon Harrison, myself, and the whole crew. And we woke up the first morning to shoot, and it was just wind chop and crazy and just kind of gnarly, all right? And um, we went out, and, and, we, and we still tried to do it, and nothing was working, like... We couldn't figure out lines. There were buoys everywhere for crab traps. So, like, we had to, like, go in between these and to line up the shot perfectly how uh, Chris uh, had it planned out in his mind. And just it just wasn't working. And Chris is one of those dudes where he plans things out to a T. And if it's not working, he's uh, – it's crazy. Like, it doesn't make sense because it normally works every time. Right. He hasn't really had to shoot things twice. You know what I mean? So we were all kind of like on edge about stuff like we just did, drove all here and did all this and it's not working. Like we were kind of like bickering at each other, you know, and then <laughs> and then we all like kind of settled down, had a few beers that night, kicked it. And then we went out the next day and and uh, and it was pretty calm and uh, we finally got it. And, and Gordon had to drive this perfect double up and he had to like go through all these like crazy. There was probably. 300 buoys within the double up space so he had like weave throughout all these buoys to hit a double up and and do these tricks and um i was kind of nervous because 
it kind of seemed like sharky water to me. I was right. like, this is kind of sharky. Garrison was just floating, right? Yeah, he's just floating, chilling, floating. I was like, oh, this guy's crazy. But um, at the end of the day, we find out that it's shark-infested waters because of all those crab traps. There's a bunch of nerf sharks down there just going at the crab traps. And they're like, it's like gnarly infested water. Like people don't even get in the water within like a distance of that. And we were wakeboarding. And good thing we just, we found out later because I would have never right. done that knowing that, you know, like. You're scared of sharks. Oh, I hate sharks. But I I don't mind them. But like when they're like aggressive and like going for food, I'm not going to be in there with them. Like in you like the super idea. murky water. You like the idea of sharks, just not anywhere near yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an aquarium. <laughs> yeah, I did. Sharks are great on TV. Yeah, this shark week really, is cool. Yeah, I love shark week. <laughs> But um, but yeah, we got the shot. We sent it to Perry and, and uh, Sean Perry and and uh, Ben Greenwood over at uh, it was Transworld Wake at the time, um, and they frothed over it. And I didn't, I didn't, I still didn't know if I got the cover. But you were booting a big old uh, indie tantrum, yeah. Indie tantrum to blinds, yeah. Nice, yeah. And you, I mean, you, and you were basically just trying to boot over the line of the boat too, right? Like the- yeah. So I had to get over top of the angle that we're shooting at. I had to get at least. It was like twenty feet to like get over these uh um the guns on the ship or whatever it was, and so yeah, it had it it honestly we had like six inches of uh margin right of where I needed to be in the air kinda and where the boat needed to be and where garrison needed to be so it was it was cra- it was honestly a little bit of luck with a lot of bit with a lot of planning to yeah. make that happen. Cool. Another another one I want to talk about is the Vacation series from Red Bull. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I watched the entire Vacation series <laughs> today. Sick. And I must say, I got I was getting amped, dude. It was amping me up. I was I was like stoked, and it was it was really cool. And for anybody listening who has never seen it uh, or doesn't know about it. You got to go onto the Red Bull website and check it out because this yes. is a cool um, a five video series. I think the total is maybe less than an hour, an hour worth of content altogether. Yeah. If you watch the bloopers and the uh, highlight stuff, uh, it was a trip. You Parks Bonifay, Brian Grubb, uh, with Colin Harrington to Nitro City, yeah, Panama, yeah, Crazy. insane. I want to I want to touch on a couple of the activities that you endured out there. Let's do it. Um, the first thing was. That really blew my mind. Just got me, just got me rolling. Was uh, revved up. Uh, was revved up. Absolutely. Was PB barefooting oh, yeah. behind the airplane. Oh, insane! Insane. So and the speed was just unbelievable. But 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 the plane didn't fully take off with PB barefooting, right? Yeah, no, because we, we we were still testing stuff out. Okay. Man. Then grub. In what I could call probably the dumbest move ever, yeah. decides that he wants to wake, wake skate, skate behind, behind the plane. Well, okay, not the dumbest move. You get an opportunity to do something, you do something. You do it. But he held on till like 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. Yeah, it was, and it was super rough water. Like, it, it didn't make too much sense on a wake On a, a wake skate. skate. Yeah. Dude, it doesn't really make too much sense no matter what. Yeah, but that's then true. Yeah. You go out. Yeah. And... The plane actually takes off with you being pulled behind this thing. I told I told our pilot, I said, hey, man, take off. I This has to take off. If I want this to be how I want it, the plane needs to be in the air, and I need to be riding behind it. How fast were you going? 
It was 90, 95 miles per hour. Do you, are, do you know what the record on a wakeboard is? No. For, for fastest speed? Okay, well, dude, that was just insane. I want to ask you, like, do you know what could have happened if you caught an edge? Uh-huh. I, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking of it at the time, but the water was pretty rough, and it was right after a storm rolled through, too, because, like, we, like, we were like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. And then, like, we had a five-minute window, and I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I said, take off. Make sure the plane takes off. I'm going to hold on until you take off and then hold on for a little bit after that, you know? And At any point, were you like, <clears throat> I should let go? Oh, yeah, when I let go, that's when I thought <laughs> I should let go. Oh, but it wasn't before that? that oh, no, no, I thought I should have let go way before that, but I was just like, no, I'm holding on. And um, and uh, we got up to speed, and we were, like, going, I think, 80 miles per hour, and it takes 85 to get up on the... Um, in the air for the plane. Just a little bit slower than a DeLorean needs to yeah, crazy. go back to the future. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so then he he uh, he hits 85, and right when you lift off from the water, you, you, you lose drag. So then you shoot up like almost 10 miles per hour. Boom. So then I'm like going from 85 to 95 real quick, right? And I'm just – I'm my board is floating – over the water like it's kind of hovering over the water and just hitting the rollers coming by sure like it was insane and i'm just kind of like the videos are so gnarly like you can see just how fast i'm going was that the craziest thing you've done on a wakeboard i think so i because I, if i if i catch an edge there i there's no you're doubt hurt. in my mind i die yeah you're you're in uh, i break every oh bunch of bones i cave in my face like you catch an edge my body would maybe rip just because, like, I'm attached to my board and water stops your board. So I just, yeah, I yeah, don't like to think about on it. On that but. trip, you were kind of uh, Parks and Grubbies. Like, uh, stunt so, man yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, guinea yeah. pig, stunt guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so how about the land gap you did? Dude, that looked sketch as all <laughs> heck, man. Super Pallets sketch. and plywood yeah. over a 35-foot land gap mm -hmm. being pulled by a winch. Uh, a jet ski. A jet ski, okay. Yeah, but a jet ski with a low pole. So, like, eh, we found these we found these uh, pallets and wood and all this stuff at an abandoned warehouse kind of thing, right? There's, like, a shrimp factory, actually. Right. Right, um, right on the beach. And we're like, oh, yeah, these are working. They're rotted and stuff. And we throw it up, and we... We, we we crank it together with like a like this like a, a winch kind of crank like yeah straps yeah straps we had straps we strapped it together we didn't even really use anything crazy and um yeah when then we brought the jet ski out but the land gap was like it was like a hill kind of right so like you had to ride up this hill and then the streets there and then it goes back down into the water so like from the top of the street it's probably six or seven foot to the water so like. If you hit a kicker, you're you're going up about another six or seven feet, so you're about twelve whatever feet over the water. And from a jet ski pulling you downwards, because you got to go up and then down, like right. it, the tension is, is crazy. Yeah, it is. Behind a jet ski makes it more difficult. Very difficult. So I I decided to to hit this thing and and go for it. And um, luckily, I I made it every time. I fell a few times, but I. I made it every time, and man, that landing hurts, though. And um, I didn't get the coolest tricks out of it, 
but I still did it, and you I tantrumed was over it. it. Yeah, tantrumed. Kind of over your it. thing, right? You just yeah. tantrum over just things, backflip over things. No big deal. And then Batman, one of the 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 dudes there from Panama, awesome dude. He went to go hit it, and he nose picked the road, and then flipped down the 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 downhill into the water, like. I thought he was dead. Well, he made the best possible situation of the worst situation ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so a- anything else from that trip that stands out? Um, I think one of the the coolest parts of that trip was just hanging out with those dudes. Man, just being a part of that crew and, 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 and being able to have fun with all those boys. It's got to feel awesome getting a phone call from Parks Bonifay. You know, as a guy in your kind of position you know yeah. growing up watching him and and you know knowing that hey parks was thinking about me you know he, my name is the name that he decided he wanted to bring on this endeavor yeah it's super cool because yeah grub and parks um both legendary guys and 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 uh they wanted to bring me on this trip and i was more than amped to be a part of it were they pretty good to travel with awesome so awesome and they and obviously i'm the young guy so i get picked on a little bit but it's 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 like a brother brother on brother kind of thing i like it okay so you do a lot of traveling you've you've pretty well traveled for quite some time yeah any anybody you could consider the best or worst to travel with the best or worst to travel with um wow i would say daniel is one of the best to travel with daniel powers daniel powers actually he's he's just an adventure guy he loves to go and do adventures and have have fun, and, and he's just down to experience the culture. And he carries a camera and a ukulele, so exactly. you done. can't beat that. Done, done, done. Um, the worst? Man, I don't know. Just someone that snores would probably be bad, because you got to share rooms with people. Well, I share a room with Rodrigo, and he snores, but he's still not the worst. <laughs> I don't know who he's the worst He's actually the best. Be. You know who's actually really good to travel with is Rusty, because he can strong arm anyone to let you do anything. Yeah, it's true. Cool. I've, yeah, in the, in the nicest way. In the nicest but scariest but, way. Yes, ever. I've 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 definitely traveled with him. Yeah, I don't know. Did did we finish off the uh, wakeboard world series together? Were you there with us in Atlanta that last stretch? Yeah, all up in the Delta Club. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. I maybe there. went in on your Delta card. I don't know. Probably went in on somebody's. But <laughs> um, I've read I've read that your philosophy is being a kid forever, and I'd assume that means always have fun. Exactly. But it's, I wanted to hear your take. Yeah, I just I mean. Being a kid isn't all about um, just acting foolish and childish. It's about just loving everything you do and in it for the love, right? And um, kids don't they don't worry about money. They don't they don't worry about what's next or you know what I mean. They they're in that moment, and I just want to live in the moment. Well, you've been doing this for a long time, man, and I know for a fact that it can't always be fun. Yeah, uh, that's true. Is wakeboarding always fun for you? Um, no. Honestly, no. I mean, I 98% of the time it's fun, but then... What are some of the struggles? Injuries. Injuries are a huge struggle. Um, dealing with uh, just uh, contracts and, and crazy kind of stuff is like... It's always hard, but I mean, the sponsors I have now are great, man, and, and I love dealing with them and and love and love being a part of of such awesome people and, and such awesome sponsors. But I mean, sometimes you'll pick up a, a bad sponsor sometimes, and it's just hard 
hard to deal and, and things don't work out and then just stuff happens you know but um red bull's great mastercraft's great ethica incredible one week you know they're all they're all awesome sponsors and i would say everyone i'm with right now is is who i'll be with for the rest of my career how do you how do you keep like how do you keep it all fun especially on like those hard days man you just you just gotta remember what you do for a living like i wakeboard for a living like how cool is that there's some people that are nine to five or there's some people that don't even have a job that are struggling like and i get a go out there on my boat and and ride and call the lake my office and i'm i'm 23 years old and i've been able to buy a house and and support myself and and um just live this awesome life and travel the world so you really just got to think of uh the positives at all times because once you start letting all the negatives come in like it's just a floodgate all right dude i saw a social media post of Talking about fun. Yeah. I saw a social media post of you tossing a GoPro and a selfie stick from the yep. back of the boat to Showtime. Showed it to Zuka. Yeah. It must have come out a long time ago. And I am guessing at this point uh, that has gone viral. Viral. How many hits has that gotten? Uh, a few million. You guys have got to be getting paid from that one, no? Nope. <laughs> Not paid. That, uh, that was really cool, though. I just... I randomly had the GoPro and the GoPole on me, and I was like, hey, show him a throw to you. Try to catch it. How many tries? Three tries. Three tries. Three tries. And you guys probably do all kinds of goofy stuff like that. Yeah, in, super crazy stuff. Inside like the boat. Yeah. Uh, what, what, do you have any, like, other? You know, okay, I'll just to give you an example, I remember there was a time at the cable when we set up, like, hula hoops in front of the kickers, and you had to uh, uh, yeah. launch off and see if you could get into the, you know, land or Maybe you th- toss, like, an apple to somebody riding behind the boat and they grab it. Or yeah, dude, we do all that stuff. I mean, you get you do the same thing every day riding. You try to make it fun. So, like, we'll whip around the whole entire boat. Um, old ski tricks like that are super fun, you know, and, like, always whipping to the back of the boat and, and wake surfing, man. That's that's just fun in general. and and um, Just seeing where you can take it. Yeah, just seeing what you can do with it. Like, we'll do, like... I'll be paddling out of the boat drive right next to me, and then I'll actually paddle into the wave. Like, pretty cool stuff. And what about what Rathy's doing? His new, uh, ed- have you seen that? No, which one? Uh, he posted a video of him. He got, like, uh, one of those foam uh, boogie boards from Ron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that video. That video is hilarious. Rathy's just, he's such a He's a so funny, ahead of his time. <laughs> he's just a funny dude that's super talented at everything. So it's like, anytime he puts out, like, a video like that, it's hilarious. Okay, I probably could have touched on this more, but I, I know that you're pretty good at regular sports too. Yeah, like basketball or any sport with a ball, including golf ball. Uh, could could you see yourself ever dabbling in something a little bit more traditional, seriously? Yeah, um, golf. I've thought about it uh, a lot, actually. Um, spending a lot of my time trying to train and maybe making a cut or something I, I've, I that's always been a huge dream of mine um like i know danny harf is really into it too so like how do you guys compare yeah so i haven't played with danny in a while but danny is incredible and um i've been playing a lot lately and i shoot in the 70s every time um so pretty hyped on that and uh yeah i think if i if i took honestly two years and really dedicated myself to training during the off seasons and stuff 
I could do I could do pretty well, but um, it's hard. Golf is a very difficult sport. Um, but yeah, I've always thought maybe I could do this, maybe I could do that. But um, I love wakeboarding, and, and wakeboarding will always be my first sport. But um, maybe sometime down the future, something cool could happen, and, and I could make a cut or something like that. I'm guessing you could probably throw a perfect pitch right down the, you know, right, yeah, right down home plate. I'm too, I'm too small for a pitch. I could maybe do shortstop. But I'm guessing you could also probably kick a ball right through a field goal, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could probably hit 10 free throws in a row, maybe five three-pointers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could definitely do that. I play a lot of basketball. I love basketball. There used to be a wrestler. I, mean, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. WWE. Yeah. Oh, I know. There used to be this guy named uh, Mr. Perfect. And I always like think you're like the Mr. Perfect <laughs> of wakeboarding. I'll you take know? that. That sounds incredible. And you got any goals moving forward? Man, my goal is, is to... It's, a, it's kind of a general just overall broad goal is to expand wakeboarding into into new heights and into new levels and then also just build my brand man and just and and just take try to take wakeboarding next level and and bring it out of uh just its own industry you know and and bring um people from other sports into wakeboarding and, and and just really overall just um grow myself the sport and everybody in the sport with that being said, what do you have coming up as far as trips, events, appearances, or anything? Yeah, so um, I've been pitching some ideas about some web series, some TV shows, some some stuff like that, which would be pretty cool if any of that takes. Um, also, um, I got the contest scene coming up pretty soon in April. We both man. do, man. Yeah, we yeah we both season. do. It's gonna be a busy season. I think so we're gonna be traveling around the world. Around the world in eight months yeah <laughs> so uh so yeah we're gonna i gotta get ready for that cool how about your website it's looking good how's that going yeah so steellafferty.com it's um it's a great place to go and just have fun guessing you guys are probably getting set to do a few updates yeah, yeah yeah definitely a few updates uh well, i put that out um probably last year when we were doing some contest stuff and and now that's the off season i've it's about to be updated and, and uh, kind of rejuvenated, and, and a lot of cool stuff is about to happen on there. Cool, man. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Where can the folks listening find you on social media? Social media. Uh, Instagram is Steel Lafferty, S-T-E-E-L-L-A-F-F-E-R-T-Y. Same with Twitter, same with Snapchat, same with Facebook. You got them. You got yep. them all. You got that blue check? Got the blue check on Twitter and Facebook, and they're working on Instagram for me That's right how you now. know it's real. Uh, yeah. Any shout-outs you want to make to your sponsors or your family or anybody like that? Yeah, man. Just shout-out to, to Red Bull, Mastercraft, uh, Ethica, One Wake, uh, Glenn Fletcher at O-Town. They're killing over there. Go check them out if you want. Um, yeah, just just uh, all, my, all my friends, all my family, mom, dad. Uh, brothers, uh, thank the man upstairs, the Lord and Savior, for letting me do what I, I do and, and keeping me blessed. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Shout out to Dano, the Mano, the Noise yeah. of the North, for yeah. just oh, yeah. being a boss <laughs> and, uh, and making this happen for me. All right. Well, there it is. Steel. Cool. I thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. 
Woodrow's is a sunglass company based in Central Florida that manufactures frames from wood and other sustainable materials. With an infrastructure built on a passion for action sports, life on the water, and the love for the great outdoors, there's no doubt Woodrow's handcrafted wooden and sustainable eyewear will fit your lifestyle. Use my promo code MANO30 and you'll get an additional 30% off your entire order. Once again, that's promo code MANO, M-A-N-O-3-0 at Woodrow's.com for 30% off everything. That's W-O-O-D-R-O-Z-E dot com. CDEC Non-Skid Closed-Cell EVA products offer safe and comfortable alternatives to molded-in non-skid paint-on textures and other marine traction products. Employee-owned and made in the USA, CDEC is UV-protected, non-absorbent foam and features an innovative textured micro-dot surface for enhanced non-slip characteristics. CDEC offers hundreds of standard patterns for anything from kayaks and paddle boards to fishing boats, wake boats, and just about anything you can think of. Looking for something a bit more custom? SeaDeck can facilitate just about any idea you can think of. Check out SeaDeck.com for more info on everything SeaDeck. Again, that's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. Steel Lafferty, a young, a positive soul, and the poster boy for being a kid forever. I had a blast over at Steel's crib, well, once I found my way in, and we had a little audience for a bit while recording, which was a little bit different, but it's always fun. I think Steele's crew made me famous on Snapchat that day. If you guys are following, you probably got to see some clips from the interview. It was a good conversation. Hopefully, Steele is on his way to another successful year. Steele and his crew seem to be working hard over at his place every day. I guess you could say they're evolving the lifestyle over there, and they're doing it for the world to see. Well, the contest season is quickly approaching. The first stop of the Nautique Wake Series, Nautique's Moomba Masters, has already happened. The first Malibu Pro Card qualifier is right around the corner, happening this month in Orlando, Florida. Then it's the Gravel Tour here in Orlando. Of course, the Evolution Pro Series, the Wakeboard World Series, the Malibu Rider Experience, the Wakeboard Regionals. It's all happening, and it's happening fast, and I will be at them all. I'm also giving away that wakeboard this month. Go ahead and have a listen to that episode with Kobe Mikasic to find out how to win. If you want more info, email me, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com or message me through the Golden Mike Facebook page. You know I'm on that social media feed, so follow me on Twitter at TheDanOTMano and at the golden underscore Mike. On Instagram, it's at DanOTMano. And don't forget to like and share the Golden Mike Podcast Facebook page. One more thank you to Steel Lafferty. And now a few shout-outs to the sponsors and the folks behind the scenes. Thank you to SeaDeck Marine Products, Performance Ski and Surf, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Boulder Boats, GoPuck, Hungry Boards SUP, Logos That Pop, and Rockstar Energy. That's going to do it for today's show. Appreciate you all for tuning in and listening. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan Lomano, and you can hear me next time once again on the Golden Mike Podcast.